When we think about the videos that are out on YouTube, we typically think of funny pranks, we maybe think of vloggers, we maybe think of fashion, beauty, we may think of tech or how-to tutorials and everything in between. So the big question is, can you really teach a skill on YouTube or is it simply not a platform for that? Well, today's guest has built up her channel to over 1.6 million subscribers teaching a specific skill. So let's find out how she's done that. Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. And welcome to another episode of Tube Talk. My name is Liron Segev. I am your host. I am a tech blogger and a YouTuber, and I'm the director of customer success here at vidIQ, where every day we help creators big and small get more subscribers, more views on their channels in less time. And the one thing that I've noticed is how many channels are actually set up for education. Now, I'm not talking about your normal how-to style videos. Of course, we know these lots of those. I am talking about educators, teachers, college professors who are actually teaching their classrooms, but through YouTube. So today's guest is Gabby Wallace, who runs a very successful YouTube channel teaching English. And with millions and millions of views on her videos, clearly there's a huge demand. I was fortunate to spend some time with Gabby at one of the recent video conferencing event held in Los Angeles. Well, we got to unpack her channel, understand her strategy. Gabby, welcome to Tube Talk. It's my pleasure, Leon. So Gabby, for people who don't know, what do you do on your channel? How would you describe it in a tweet? So Go Natural English helps non-native English speakers to speak and communicate in English fluently and confidently. Oh, you're the, literally the first person I think was able to do it in a tweet. <laughs> Because I say that that tweetable all the time, try to you know explain what I do. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that's clear. Well, it's <laughs> nice. And that's nice and concise, and you know exactly what you're doing. Yes. So yeah. You already know that you're communicating your message clearly. And I like to say it in terms of what do I help people do, right? right? Not what I do because I love it because I do love it, but like it's to help other people. Perfect. And how often would you say that you currently upload on your channel? How many subscribers have you got? Just to kind of get an, a mental picture. Yes. Because again, this is something very different. It's not your typical vlogger or your right. typical something that you would expect on YouTube. Right now, I'm uploading 1.5 times a week. <laughs> and it's been once a week for the last two years, three times a week a few years ago. And then before that, it was a bit sporadic. And right now, after eight years of YouTubing at Go Natural English, it is at 1.6 million subscribers. Beautiful. <laughs> so did you hear that? That the overnight success didn't happen overnight. Exactly. It has been a long, long but it's mission. interesting because it is like a, a snowball when you get the momentum it just right. it does get easier sometimes people ask me you know does it get easier after a hundred thousand subscribers and I believe it does as long as you're keeping up with what people want to watch um, because my channel has kind of doubled in size roughly speaking for the last three years or so well yeah I think that once you start figuring out what you want to convey to your audience you start figuring out what your audience wants from you yeah. you're then kind of it's easier to grow that channel exactly. because you're not all over the place you're very specific exactly. very focused and sorry I meant doubling each year yes, for the last yes, three yes, years yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if Gabby if people are kind of thinking look I'm in the education space which yes. is where which is where you fit in 
And a lot of people that I've spoken to, they're saying, look, it's not sexy, it's not cool, mm. it's not like the, the hip thing, it's not Red Bull, right? Right. Like, is there a place for education on YouTube? Absolutely. And I've heard, I've seen, I've experienced that YouTube wants to support educators and educational channels, tutorials, how-tos, um, anything that is informational. I mean, look at some of the huge science channels or the informational, I can't think of any names right now, of course, right, of but course. <laughs> um, some of these channels are just huge because people have curiosity. They want to know why, you know, why do things happen or what's inside things or how do you build right. things. Um, but with language and English and the arts as well, there's so much curiosity and many, many people love to be lifelong learners um, and many, many people have to learn for work or for school and so they go to YouTube as a resource. And then where do you find that your audience is coming from? Are they already kind of English-speaking to a point? Are they mm -hmm. like based in the U.S., which is an English-speaking country? Yeah. Well, English language is something that is global. Right. Uh, so I do have viewers from all over the world. It's quite interesting. But the majority of my viewers are actually in the United States wow. from other countries. Right. So they've arrived in the U.S. and still looking to improve their English language skills. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Because you, you, you would you would expect that people who are living abroad perhaps and they want to kind of improve their language skills, that makes sense. Right. All right, and right. then is it male-female skewed? What would you think? Um, on YouTube, it's interesting because on YouTube I do have more of a skew toward male viewers, but on my website where I have a blog, um, same name, Go Natural English, it is more female. So I don't know what's going on there. If just more men are on YouTube and more women <laughs> are surfing the web, I'm not sure, but it's interesting to see that. Right. And are you finding that you're being discovered by new people because of word of mouth or because of maybe um, Google searches? I think it's definitely a mix. Um, after eight years, there's certainly right. word of mouth, but I think there's also that momentum that comes from having a bunch of content on YouTube, from being online on my website for so many years, you know, building up the um, the search engine optimization and whatnot, building up that content, and not to say that you, you know, that it's too late to start because people hear that oh, oh eight yeah. years, well, great, I'll just go ahead and do my channel for eight years and hope for the best. It's not. It's not, it doesn't have to take eight years. I think if I had known then what <laughs> I know now, right. uh, you know, it's very possible to create a channel, create a presence, and um, build much, much faster. Do you, do you think it's easier now um, because technology has changed and has evolved? Or do you In think it's more, ways. but there's more competition now? Yes. So it's easier now because we have so much access. Like an iPhone or any kind of smartphone right. you can record with. Eight years ago, not so much. Um, it's easier now because we have conferences and websites right. and, and channels and um, and vidIQ, you know, things that help you that we didn't have eight years ago. But on the flip side, there's more competition perhaps. Right, exactly. Uh, so, but you can't get bogged down by that. You really can't. It's uh, Your mindset matters a lot here. Okay, so let, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Yeah. So, Tell me about your process. So you have an idea for a video. Yeah. Then what happens? I have an idea. So usually my ideas, first of all, come from real life questions or problems that English learners ask of me or that I 
see that they're having or hear that they're having. And um, from there, you know, I do, of course, think about is it going to maybe be a popular topic? Right. So is it something that someone would want to click on? Is it something that would spark their curiosity? Is it something um, it's maybe a little different than what's been done a uh, hundred times before? Although, it is also good to take a look at what has been done and what has been successful. Sure. So to get an idea of what people do click on and want to watch. So my process is first of all, before I even look at anyone else's content, before I, I see what other people have done on the topic, I write down my own thoughts because I don't want to lose those. Right. So okay. as someone with lots of years of experience teaching English, I do have some ideas. Um, and you know, if, if you're listening, if you're a content creator, if you're a teacher, if you're a tutor, if you have some expertise in a topic, write down your own ideas first before you go look and see what other people have done. Because I find when I look at other people's videos, mm -hmm. then I'm thinking, I'm, I'm comparing myself. Exactly. And I start thinking, oh, well maybe I should do it just like they did it. But no, you should not. No, right. <laughs> you have to keep your own ideas first and foremost. So that is really kind of my process, is to jot down my own ideas first, then take a look at what other people have done to see if maybe you know I could improve on it or, or somehow um, maybe relate to that or, or talk about it somehow, uh, and then put it all together into a, a script or talking points for my video. And I love that, the fact that you're making it your own. Yes. So it's your own content, it's the way that you're gonna bring it across and yes. that's what your audience are going to respond to. And here's the thing about English or any academic subject. It's all been taught before. Right. It's just that you need to put your own spin on it, your own um, experience, your own, oh. even your own opinion, or your own kind of synthesis of, you know, your experience, the topic, um, and, you know, helping a specific niche of people. Maybe, you know, I might be helping um, business people from Japan who are advanced English speakers. Right. And maybe you're going to start a channel that's helping beginner uh, people from Mexico, beginner English speakers from Mexico right. who, you know, want to um, attend Harvard Business School or something. I mean, you know, it's like there's so, so many. Much, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so don't be put off by the fact that it was done before. Right. Bring your own spin to it make it your own, yeah. find your own voice, yes. and then connect with an audience because there's going to be an audience for you at that stage. I love how you just summarized that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, that's what we do. <laughs> you made it all clear. <laughs> um, so if somebody kind of thinking, look, there's no money in this, right? Like there's no, you can't make brand deals out of these things. Would um, they be right, That wrong? would be erroneous. <laughs> oh, okay, love that. Tell us why we're wrong. There is money in education. Yes, so with educational channels, I think a very smart uh, way to monetize is actually to have your own course, but let's go back to um, brand deals and, and sponsors because there are, of course, many, many products and services related to learning. And so if you can find a product or service that is related to your topic, that's an obvious fit. Or, you know, take another step out. You know, people need um, notepads and pens and, you know, whatever what? you study with, you know, adjacent products that you could probably promote or sell on your channel. And so um, there are many things related to learning. There's just, I mean, you have to be a bit creative. Um, but I think it's almost more obvious than some of, you know, if I had an entertainment channel, exactly. it's like, okay, well, what am I gonna promote here? Um, but if you have a subject you're teaching, I think it's almost more obvious and a stronger, uh, stronger pull. Well, and the beautiful thing is that, guess what? These companies who sell the stuff, 
Yes. They need an outlet. They need yes. an audience. If yes. you're the one providing that audience, you could make some amazing brand deals. Absolutely. There's also lots of companies that offer tutoring in right, different right, topics, right. and so either you could offer tutoring yourself, or you could promote a company that does. Perfect. So I think there's so many options for educators. Uh, absolutely, become an affiliate for them, get a referral commission for doing that, sell yeah. stuff on Amazon that you speak in your about in your video, have a link in the description totally. to all that. So there's lots of money to be made. Do yeah. not be fooled by, <laughs> don't believe the press. Well, and I really want educators to do well because there's this, yes. you know, it, it's horrible. Teachers don't make much money right. traditionally. And so I think there's so much opportunity online, on YouTube um, especially. And so I just, I really want to empower teachers to do well and to, you know, enjoy what you're doing because we, we teach because we're passionate about our, our subjects and helping students. And I think that teachers deserve to make money too. Couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely, <laughs> 100%. And we're speaking here about a language skill. Yes. But education is across lots of different industries, lots of different topics. Yeah. If you have a skill that you can teach somebody else, yeah. that is the education part. Find a way to bring a voice, bring it online. Exactly. And you can also get 1.6 million followers if many you more. do the work but you got to put yes. in the effort right yes it is not for the faint-hearted <laughs> not we go. at all and i've had to grow a bit of a thick skin as yes. well because it's it's not always i mean i you know it's it's not always easy i'm going to the um you know negative things there's not many negative things but um for someone who's a bit sensitive you might have to grow a thick skin <laughs> right but i think lots of teachers do have already a thick skin this is true. let's be this honest true. they gotta yeah. put up with our kids at no, school but it's so <laughs> rewarding i mean i receive messages from english learners from all over the world and it just oh. it warms my heart hearing from someone you know they say hi Gabby I'm living in Afghanistan and I'm watching your videos and it's oh, helping me beautiful. so much and it's like wow you know I don't I can't even imagine what life is like over there and um, and you've I, made an impact yes it's oh it's magical it really is totally totally love it um, Gabby if people want to find you yes. find your channel this is my plug myself moment. Go yes, for it. yes. Please come to Go Natural English everywhere on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and the website is also Go Natural English. Uh, I'm Gabby Wallace, and it's been awesome talking with you. Really appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out here. Gabby sharing some amazing information. And for the rest of you out there, make sure that you hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast application to get more of these episodes. And you know a teacher, you know someone who's frustrated maybe where they work, and you want to give them this opportunity, share this episode with them, let them embrace YouTube culture. Gabby can do it. Lots of people are doing it, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Tube Talk. Thanks for hanging out. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk, brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.